This is Sound and Vision from KEXP. Ray Lacourt runs an Instagram page called BIPOC Punk. KEXP's Martin Douglas caught up with Lacourt to talk more about his life, music, and his Instagram page. Before we get into BIPOC Punk, tell me about your history with music and discovering punk. It dates back to, I would say, when I was you know, a teenager in, uh, in the Philippines, in Manila. Uh, that's when a lot of the British post-punk and new wave hit, early 80s. We had uh, a radio station that uh, was called The Edge. And for us, uh, that was the source of a lot of inspiration. You know, bands such as The Smiths, Joy Division, Gang of Four were just uh, ones that I really gravitated to quickly. What led you to uh, the United States? My mom was a, a diplomat for the Philippine government, so we bounced around from Australia back to Manila uh, and then uh, Seattle, uh, where I pretty much have called home for the past 30-odd years. In your experience going to shows in both Australia, I assume, and Seattle, tell me about the atmosphere, because um, I'm thinking about my, of course, this calls back to my personal experience in first going to shows in Seattle and being like the only black person, sometimes the only person of color, period, in the mm-hmm. room. So how was it for you? Yeah, I have to say when I, the years I spent in Australia, I was, I was a, a young, you know, primary school student, so um, grade school. So I didn't really have an opportunity to go to shows um, in Australia. So it was really right. only in Seattle that I started going to punk rock shows. But certainly, as, as you mentioned, Martin, noticing that, uh, you know, I was one of very few BIPOC people in the crowd, uh, let alone performers on stage. Yeah. Uh, so when you did see somebody you identified with on stage, for example, seeing Versus, which, you know, being a Filipino and seeing three Filipino members of the bands performing and it it helped that I was a big fan of their music but certainly seeing people that you can identify with really does contribute to that uh, community f- feel to the music and and the the kinship that you can generate from that you know you talking about seeing verses i remember um One of the first shows I went to when I regularly started going to shows, it was 2005. It was Block Party. There was a line around the block to get into (laughs) Numos. And I got in and it was me and Kelly Oak Ricky, the lead singer, who were the only two black people in the entire building. Wow. And, And, you know, when I was listening to Block Party... I was not aware of what the members looked like. Mm-hmm. And, and to me, they just, you know, sounded like a great band. And, and then, of course, after starting by Pop Punk and featuring Block Party, seeing the feedback about how important um, they were for many uh, BIPOC people, um, Britain and elsewhere, and the style that uh, they carry on right. stage is, is uh, quite different and, and stood out for a lot of people. Absolutely. I'm 
But I wanted to um, first get into how going to shows and seeing yourself represented on stage morphed into you developing this project to illuminate BIPOC voices in the punk and alternative scenes. It's certainly my DNA to to feel like, yeah, I, I was going to be a minority, so to speak, uh, in a crowd. You know, I think growing up in Australia, being one of very, very few brown kids around wherever I went, I'm kind of used to having that. And, and Seattle, for all its great diversity, shows were still very much, you know, predominantly uh, Caucasian uh, mm-hmm. in, in the audience. Especially um, back in the day. Correct. <laughs> and, 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 and so, you know, fast forward several years with the digital age and just looking at, you know, my own feed on social media and getting frustrated, I would say, the lack of representation of BIPOC. And, and that would be the genesis, really, if I were to pinpoint why I started this. Were there any artists or groups that you had come to be surprised by when you were doing your research? Like, oh, there were people of color in this band. I know that there are quite a few bands where I was like, oh, there's a black person in this band? Oh, there's an Asian person in this band. Oh, that's cool. In your research for um, BIPOC Punk, did you come to anything of that level of surprise? I would say well before starting BIPOC Punk in 2019, seeing documentaries about death, uh, the band um, in Detroit. And of course, coming across Bad Brains. And Pure Hell. And how these bands were pioneers in what they did. Absolutely. And and being proto-punk or whatever tag you want to, to give them, they were there in the forefront. And so not so much to your question of being surprised that they were black, but knowing that they were, there are these bands that were there from the beginning and, and not just, uh, you know, jumping on whatever trend. So yeah, I, I would say that can extend to the LA Mexican American, East LA, I should say, mm-hmm. um, bands that included the Brat. It's only- Lost Illegals. The Bags. The Bags. Yeah. Alice Bag is, you know, is to many uh, just punk rock royalty. And, uh, yeah, many of those bands weren't... Uh, heralded back in the day and even so now uh, and so it's great to see when I do a post about uh, the brat uh, it goes viral and people are just scratching their heads especially those who were in the scene and, and, and yet uh, failed to learn about the brat yeah. and, and so we're educating ourselves and, and others who are into that music
Yeah, I think it does a great thing, BIPOC punk, in that it de-emphasizes the whiteness of punk rock music, of the punk rock community, because I feel as though the idea of there always being people of color around and people having elders, like when I talked to um, Hanif Abdurraqib, he was telling me that when he came up in the punk scene, like, he had lots of black punk elders. And I found that to be greatly surprising because I came from North Carolina where nobody I knew who was black listened to this music. Or even even here in Seattle, like, well into adulthood, like, seeing, like, two, maybe three other people of color in the crowd at a punk show. So I think that's uh, really cool and... The idea that BIPOC punk is emphasizing this and sort of expanding that community and having people young and old find it and say, yeah, like I'm, you know, I'm not the only kid in the crowd here that looks like me. I think it's wonderful. Uh, that's, that's well said, Martin. I also feel like uh, BIPOC punk comes at a time where you're noticing members of the LGBTQ community, women, uh, artists of color, and, you know, just seeing a, a movement of sorts to the front and how uh, bands like Zulu and Salt Glow... You know, I go to my coffee shop and I, I see a young Caucasian barista wearing a Soul Glow shirt and they, you know, just saw them perform. And these bands that I mentioned are these young, black, hardcore punk bands, which are growing in, in, in numbers and in voice. And the fact that New York Times wrote an article about them last summer mm -hmm. um, just shows there has been this seismic shift of of who is uh, in these bands, and and it's typically those who have something to say, yeah, and 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 uh, feel very strongly that they need to you know scream it out loud, yeah, and like going going in with this shift, there are also bands like the Linda Lindas, and you know I think it's cool that mm. there's this band of all young women of color who have white fans and are introducing white fans oh, to punk great. rock. That's great. Growing up isn't something you can make happen when you want it to. But since we're all growing up together, I guess I'll grow up with you. Is there anything that you would like to see more of as far as BIPOC people participating in the punk scene? I mean, you know, this could be like a pie-in-the-sky sort of sort of wish. Yeah, I, I would say that uh, it's, it's happening in many circles, but there, there still is a, a very Caucasian-dominated landscape, and I think may, maybe that's a reflection of society, but I like to think that uh, the representation that BIPOC 
shows and displays could be mirrored in other places. And, and so just continuing to see that wave of change and improvements in how uh, bands who uh, may not necessarily be talking about their identity are, are given more play and, and more chances. And as I said, I, I'm seeing that improvement, but I'd, I'd love to, for that to continue on. Hell yeah. That was Ray LaCourte of the Instagram page BIPOC Punk speaking with KEXP's Martin Douglas.